Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials Podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. What's poppin'? All right, and I'm KC in the place to be, and that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? What's going on, good people? How y'all doing? What's poppin', period, okay? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hope everybody had a great week this week. Yes, hope you had a good week, a good weekend, trapping out the bando, grinding, shining, doing whatever you have to do, collecting your last few checks of unemployment. It's all over now for you niggas. Back to ramen for you motherfuckers. Period. That was KC. That was not Hendrix. First of all, fuck it, okay? I'm the one still fucking start uh, uh, struggling out here in the real world working. Okay, you motherfuckers ain't working. Okay. Once again, that was uh Casey. I mean, I'm not career shaming. Maybe you uh, prostitute yourself. I don't know. Once again, that was Casey. Men could be prostitutes. I guess sure. Yeah. You know, speaking of men being prostitutes, I, um, have you ever heard of humiliation porn? Yes. Cool. So me and my friend, um, oh. Lily was like searching micro penises. I'm really sorry for you men out there. That is hella unfortunate. But it is a thing. Holy Santa Claus shit. Uh yeah, so I see why two inches is the cumulative average penis size because <laughs> some people are out here in the nigs. Negative. Wait, what? I've seen some penises that were inside. They were like so small uh, that they were like. I mean, you know. If you put, you got to put your finger like um, wish I could see it. One of the one of the pornos. She had her finger like a, you know the back of a hammer. She had her fingers spread like that, and she was uh, oh, proceeding to uh, pleasure him. Yeah. Use your imagination. Please use your imagination because we're going to uh, transition from this topic. Um, oh, we're not talking about micropenises anymore. No, no, that's not. Uh, <laughs> You're right. It's a short topic. <laughs> Period. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's cracking? What's popping? Shit. Well, over here in the land of nine micropenises, uh, we'll fight. I'll fight you. <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> I'll fight you. Okay. Um, nothing, man. Uh, sports are back. They're terrible. Oh, they're back. How was that going? <laughs> Horrible. Um, oh. I just, you know, I like what I like the way I like it, and <laughs> typical man shit. That ain't it. Like it's not. That's not it. What are you missing? What is it not doing for you at this point? People. You don't even fucking like people. Now you want people to be at sporting events. Look at niggas. They don't know what they want. Y'all know how men don't know what they want. And look at Hendrix sitting here I'm talking about saying, how he can... wants people to be at the games that he don't even like people. I mean, just to event. have people there. Like I'm some of the like the cardboard cutouts that they have in the crowd are kind of funny. It's I'm, cardboard cutouts in the crowd? Yeah, I'm That's actually, hilarious. 
um, if we have an uh, actual functioning um, sports organization here in Detroit, I would be willing to put the money up to get a uh, 2 a.m. cutout of me and Casey, like behind home plate or something like that. That might be cool. Um, but yeah, sports are back. Uh, NBA is back next week. You ready? Um, sure. Look, niggas still popping positive COVID tests in the league, so well in baseball, not necessarily in basketball, but Mm-mm. yeah, I mean it's just it's One a way. Cough a day, keep the players away. It's just a way of life now, and I don't understand why people don't understand it. It's just that's just what's going to happen. Well, death is inevitable. Yeah, 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 I guess. No, he just respect. <laughs> you don't have to guess at all. I'm letting you know right now. I guess. Uh, but, yeah, sports is back. It's alright. Um, we got some new, new music this week. This I What came out? Uh, J. Cole put out a still oh, two pack. Oh, a little two pack, yes. I, um, yeah, I heard it. Logic put out his supposed last album. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not gonna hate on uh mixed logic. I honestly haven't ever really heard any of his music I like that. One of his albums I think I did listen to. I think it was the one with the phone number or something that <laughs> song on it. I actually listened to that episode not too long ago. We mm. we had some serious uh issues at one point in time with our, our jokes. Uh, we're better now though. Well, you mean like more... <laughs> more us just screaming, we don't want to die today. I don't want to <laughs> die today. I don't. Not today. <laughs> just the way we said it. Um, yeah, li- you are. <laughs> you are a terrible person. <laughs> uh, other than that, man, uh, look, man, it's... I guess I guess you're kind of right, man. I don't... I feel, I, sometimes I feel the type of way uh, being in the jungle... What's the jungle? It's the work while niggas just playing and shit with way more funds than me. Like, I didn't know how much that uh, unemployment was, like, benefiting me until it went away. And now I'm kind of upset. That's what happened. <laughs> you poor again. Right. But that's the thing. Like, I'm still out here. Because, you- I mean, it's a, it's a cluster of things. It's not simply just the money. It's also because once you're... Once you're working, nice little things that you are spending money on that you exactly. didn't have to in quarantine. You're putting gas in your car regularly again. You are uh, getting your car washed if you're not a nasty nigga. You are, you know, feeding yourself, buying lunch, snacks. All that. Well, you was not snacks in quarantine, but you're buying lunch and shit like that. Have less type opportunities to make meals and all that stuff like that. So you're spending more money on things. And more importantly, for most people, you're making way less money. Like that that was the real big thing for me. It's like, whoa. Oh mine would okay. Yeah, we know you're rich, but it's like it don't it don't compute, my nigga. It ain't the None same. None of this shit compute. <laughs> it ain't the same, trust me. I could be a millionaire, I'm still in poverty. Uh, yeah. So Um <clears throat> Yeah, other than that, nothing. Rich kid, rich nothing, man. You know, out here braving braving COVID every yeah, day. Yeah, wear your fucking mask. <laughs> fucking don't, assholes. I don't have a choice. <laughs> Man, don't have a now. Chill. Whenever I see somebody without a mask, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're a Trump supporter. That's cool. Like, yeah, you just really a fuck nigga at that point because I have no other choice but to wear that bitch uh, multiple hours a day. Somebody made a really great point. It was just like people talking about how uh, masks are infringing on our civil rights. 
True. But is it though? It's no different than them ticking you from not wearing a seatbelt. Why are you mad that I don't want to protect my life? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's true. They said it's not any different than mandating seatbelts. But the I mean, the ramifications are are different, though, in my opinion, because this is something that we don't, you know, you know, if you don't wear a seatbelt, potentially, if you get an accident, you die, you you might perish. Exactly. With this, you you know, talk to to somebody and now 16 people are might perish. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. I feel like what we have to acknowledge is that people in general are more times than not just fucking selfish. Absolutely. And so, you like, it's okay if you don't care about your life, but you can care about mine, bitch. <laughs> it's pretty simple. It should be simple, but that's why I don't like niggas. People make shit harder than it has to be. And I'm not really sure why. Full disclosure, whenever I say niggas, I'm talking about all you motherfuckers. Full disclosure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Period. Pool. Yeah, other than that, ain't too much going on. What's been going on with you? How was your, um, how was your trip? My trip was cool. You know, shout out to everybody that uh, lives in Michigan. <laughs> A true fucking peninsula. We're surrounded by water every fucking where. didn't realize that. I went to, um, went to a nice little city. Up north, you know, called Traverse City or whatever. Um, it was, well, we were visiting Traverse City. We stayed in a small ass farm town called Kingsley, Michigan. And um, we also visited Torch Lake as well, Ada, Michigan as well. Um, so, yeah, it was a cute little trip. It was surprising that we uh, made it back safely. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying it's surprising that because, you know, Michigan is a little. Uh, Half and half. Racist. So we was actually very pleasantly surprised because it was a whole lot of like Black Lives Matter signs and restaurants and bars and it was a lot of Trump shit too. But it was a whole lot of like Black Lives Matter signs. It was a whole lot of like, you know, empo- black empowerment stuff up there. And I was really, it made me feel a little bit more comfortable being there because I'm like, you don't ever really know you're going up north. We know who hibernates up north. So... This didn't really know, you know, might see the clan. I don't know. We were on a farm in our Airbnb that we were staying at. Beautiful, beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just out on that. But we had a really great time. And I will say this, like, you really don't understand, especially if you are from the inner city, especially uh, living in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Up north is beautiful. Like, Michigan is really beautiful. Like, those lakes look like oceans. Like, yeah. the water is clear. It's sandy beaches. Like... It's really fucking nice. Now it is Michigan, so in this winter time, pretty sure they have lake effect. It's cold as shit, and it probably snows a lot. <laughs> Not going nowhere near that motherfucker at that time. But in the summertime, fucking beautiful. Lakes are amazing. Um, highly recommend it. Um, you know, step outside of yourself. You want to go to the fucking pure Michigan website or some shit. Explore. It was a, we met a lady that was, came to fucking visit from Wisconsin, where they make cheese or some shit. But yeah, she drove down what? to visit and yeah, she makes cheese. No, no, I don't know. I just think assume everybody up there makes cheese. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So clearly, other people come. But I heard before we went there that it is a touristy spot, so a lot of people do come and visit. It was really nice. Everyone was really nice, and that was refreshing because unfortunately, that is the conundrum you have to think about traveling while black. 
Is that, am I going somewhere where they're going to look at me like I'm nuts? Uh, something you actually have to really think about traveling while black. So Absolutely. But it was a really great experience. Had a whole lot of fun. Um, definitely will go back, honestly. Lex is beautiful. Um, thinking about how Michigan is legit a peninsula. We're surrounded on all sides by water except for the bottom uh, where we connect the other states. Yeah. So I didn't realize how up north we were until I looked at a map and I'm like, oh, we were all the way up there. <laughs> Damn. Um, something like four hours from Metro Detroit area. And um, it was like three hours and 40 minutes. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a nice little trip. Definitely service purpose, hella relaxing. Well, it should have been relaxing, but, you know, my best friend called on how to go to sleep. So we was up every night, late as fuck, drinking like alcoholics. Um, so we was up late. It should have been more relaxing and rejuvenating, but we were still doing hood rat shit. Managed to, even in a small town. Hmm. But. Rats gonna rat. Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> But besides that, and Hendrix being a fucking asshole, all as well. Had a great trip. Oh, that's cool. And even when I came back to work through, I, I took that Monday off because I'm no idiot. And uh, yeah, I went back to work, knocked those three days out. Now, unfortunately, I have to go back. Here we are. So listen to our podcast so I can retire. Please. No, I'm still going to be working, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, he'll care way too expensive. I just get FMLA and just work for <laughs> <play> insurance. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Don't listen back to this later. <laughs> so, I think the big story this week, um, Kanye West has pretty much dominated the uh, the news cycle. For like, I told y'all niggas, I thought he was normal. That nigga did not get any better. I mean, I think for me at this point, it's more so... The fact that he's cool with his mental state. He's cool with his mental health issues. Yeah. I mean, he's talked about it in the past. It's like, yeah, this is what I am. This is who I am. And And you need to get, if you have a therapist, like. I mean, you can, you know, you can have all the therapy in the world, but if you're not willing to change, same thing with people who go to rehab. And I think you admit those people, the people that won't change. I think he's been. Admi- be I think he's up. been admitted before. A lot of motherfuckers need to be locked up, starting with Hendrix. They're gonna lock me up. That's why I've never, I never went. So, like, I've talked to therapists and shit like that. But as yeah, far as I had as to like, really think about it when I was answering the questions, have you ever thought about killing yourself or others? Uh, what do you mean by others? Like, uh, you talking about like in my head? Like, there's yeah. a whole lot of shit. Asking <laughs> me made me really have to evaluate my life. And I was like, well, fill out the paper. How many drinks do you have a week? Um, Who's counting, nigga? No, they wouldn't. Actually, no, let me take that back. It wasn't even in a week. It was like, how many times do you drink when you have drinks? And I was like, haha, you silly as hell. Eight, or at least. No, I'm just playing. I'm a little, a little light, a little lighter weight now than I was back in my heyday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said like five or six. And that bitch, like, she wanted to admit me into rehab. So that was that. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's bad. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Damn. Let's see. Yeah. Well, you talking about shots or drinks? Because I have way less drinks than under shots. Not like how many times did I touch alcohol this week? Uh, Ask how much you drink when you drink. Now listen. If I drink out the bottle, 
Do I count that as one drink? You drink out the bottle. You really don't care about life anyway. I so. mean, you know, life is what it is. I'm not drinking out the bottle. Alcohol tastes like ass, but serves its purpose. You know what I'm saying? What? It was a joke there. Move Fuck along. off. <laughs> Move along. I don't like the taste of ass. But I know you niggas do. You definitely do. You definitely like the taste of ass. Moving along. I'm waiting for people to really, 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 really start admitting it that it doesn't feel good. Maybe the men, the RG spot is there, but it really doesn't do anything besides the fact of me being like, yeah, nigga ate my ass. It's the same thing with sitting on somebody's face. The idea of dominating, sitting, taking a squat on your fucking face feels great. But the actual feeling, I'd rather just lay down on my back. My knees are bad. Just saying. You know? Back to Kanye West. So, uh, yeah. He's, he probably got his essay too. All right. What are you about to say about Kanye? Yeah, just the, the... He needs help. I mean, they say he ain't been right since his mama died. I kind of understand that. But actually, as someone that's been there, no excuse. But uh, I think more importantly than that, I I took great issue with a lot of the <laughs> with a lot of the uh, the public's I won't I won't say support, but the the public's reaction to it. Like I hate that a lot of times when celebrities go through the same thing that actual you know like regular people go through. <sighs> Is always so extra, like, oh my God, Kanye needs help, and pray you know, Kanye. pray for Kanye, and we but should y'all was be here. Making getting shot, fuck you, niggas. Not even that. No, that was that, no, it was that for me. For me, it was the fact that I, my regular ass can go through the same fucking manic episode that Kanye goes through, yes, and niggas. niggas like, oh yeah, just get over it, bro. You you'll be okay. Why I mean, are you tripping? What you worried about? that's a lot about? of um, people in the black community's uh, opinions towards uh, depression and mental health issues or anything of that nature. Because I remember, some people, honestly, some people are oblivious. Like, it's almost like the people that say they don't see color. It's kind of like that. It's like a willful ignorance that takes place. Um, I get positive, like, I get positivity and Right. Thinking, you know, whatever, just kind of like not dwelling on negative shit and everything like that. I'm not that person at all. But um, we went on our trip and we were all saying like, you know, experiences being black. It's like stuff that you think about or have to worry about. Like, oh, going somewhere like, damn, only black person here or just certain like things. We were talking to one of the people that was with us and it's thinking like, why? It's like, this don't focus on that. I mean, you can't control anybody else. No, you can't control anybody else. But the reality of my life is that if I want to live, I have to think about certain things. And so it's like, I get the whole idea of like, oh, don't let it, you know, impact your spirit and enter your mind in that capacity. But to a certain extent, it's not even just about negativity, it's about being smart. And sometimes you have to let those, you have to think everything through. And that was kind of that whole like willful ignorance thing. It was like, oh, you know, whatever. Just don't even think about it. It's going to not happen. And it's not like that. You can't just ignore it. No. It has to, you can, you can discuss it. It doesn't mean it's consuming you. It's just necessary to discuss. Yeah. And. More so than anything, like we've been through this before with Kanye, because after all of his ranting and raving and exposing of family secrets, his last his last two things were I'm a focus I'm gonna just focus on the music and this project is coming out Friday. Oh, it come out this Friday. It was supposed to come out the Friday that just passed, but mm. is he still trying to run for president? <sighs> I hope not. 
I don't know if Kanye knows what he's doing. I just really feel like, and I'm, this is not a political platform, but this is also KC's fucking platform. So if you don't like it, I'm just saying. But anyways, real all the guy honesty. This is not. I mean, it becomes it's nowhere near November, but well, this year is flying the fuck by. Thank God. Hopefully things are regular in 2021. But um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, him running was dumb as fuck. I mean, I know he, you know, is one of Trump's people or whatever, or maybe not anymore. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you have to, when you say anything, and I try to think about that a lot on this podcast, I know that we talk about certain things that may not be able to touch some of you niggas, you know what I'm saying, emotional intelligence and all of that, whatnot. But <laughs> kind of the same thing as Trump or anybody else or Kanye. When you're speaking, you have to speak to your most ignorant listener i mean like the person is not gonna get it like you gotta dumb it the fuck down and i'm saying this because miss kanye west shit not whatever he's going through mentally but this whole presidential run is it's just a distraction and i don't really you know come on this bitch to throw conspiracy theories right away but it's the fucking distraction the last thing we need to do is split up the black vote in any capacity or anything like that. This is not a vote for Joe Biden. It's not a vote for anybody else. It's a vote against Trump. So just be fucking smart and be mindful. I'm not. This is not fucking Fox 2 or anything else. Because fuck them motherfuckers. Second of all. Wait, why you say it like that? Motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck them motherfuckers. I forgot you went up to the UP. My I bad. did. Nigga came back with the lingo. No, but seriously though. I'm just saying like. So just that, as far as that. That was definitely irritating. Like. You know, have your um fucking you know meltdown somewhere the fuck else away from this presidential election. That's all I'm saying. Cause we don't need anybody else to be. We don't need any more division amongst. You know what I'm saying our options. So. You know, let's focus on the matters at hand. Ultimately, is what I'm trying to get at. But what the fuck is about Kanye? He dumb. He's crazy. He was talking about his wife and her, her mama. <laughs> That's what you gotta know. The Kanye thing was probably the funniest thing to me. Is the fact that he called um, Chris's boyfriend Kanye. I'm dead. Instead of Kanye. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, I hope that if he wants it, he can go get help for his issues. And if he doesn't, cool. Just stay the fuck off of Twitter with problematic shit. I just still, stay, yeah. stay the fuck out of the political race with problematic shit. You can be on Twitter all you want to because I can mute you off of Twitter. But, yeah, or not following your dumb ass. You know, niggas right now in Kanye West in November is mm-hmm. not necessarily what we need to have. So, uh, off of that, I know you touched on the Megan Thee Stallion issue. Um, we were not here last week to discuss it. I went to shot her. Um, allegedly. Oh, yeah, I guess you're supposed to put that, huh? We, I don't think we'll actually learn more about this story. I mean, it's a legal matter. So the, the, uh, the, uh, mm, the eyes of actual, like, real details coming out, I think it's pretty slim. And more importantly, I don't think, from what I've seen from her, I don't think Megan is really cut like that. To cut just, like what? To get shot? No. Are you saying like to just go to speak and on tell everything? This is I, what I honestly think this that it's, first of all, it's here. a delicate situation, but I also think that um, it's just not in anybody's best interest. Let's handle it legally, or you know, what I'm saying internally, and not 
put that onto public. Everything. That's the one thing I feel like that I hate about social media is that everything is not your fucking business. You don't even know that. I'm saying this as a very nosy person that clicks on everything. <laughs> but I don't care. See, there's a difference. There's a difference between your ass reading and, and regurgitating everything and giving a fuck about shit. I don't really care. I just want to know. For why might you ask? No mm-hmm. black ass fucking reason. Besides the fact that Kinesis is nosy. That's all it really is. That is true. Ah, shut up. Um, yeah. So, I mean, all I can really say is I hope that she gets back into the space that we once saw her in mm-hmm. throughout this. You know, if it, that's a traumatic experience. I mean, I've heard nothing anybody. but speculations. But at the end of the day, I will say this sidebar from this whole Megan thing. You niggas are irritating. Megan was just beautiful and great and wonderful. And then until y'all found out that a nigga that was 5'3 with no hairline shot her in the foot. And now we shooting bitches. And I keep seeing stuff like that on social media as if it's funny. Like, oh, you know, whatever. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Shoot these bitches in the foot. Like, what? First of all, I need to understand. I want y'all to know. I want y'all wholeheartedly to know that when, I, when and if I get wealthy, I'm not carrying shit. Nigga, I'm going to have security to do that shit for me. <laughs> and they'll put one of you niggas down. Um, yeah. Th- look, if if I've learned anything this year, it's the fact that people like to hop on any and every joke. Oh, yeah. But I've been saying niggas no matter fun of it. how. Like, oh, she big as hell. She's 6'5". He, she was aggressive. She was attacking him. Let me let me get this clear. I want to. I just want to make sure I know my my clear stance. If you haven't got gathered it all fucking ready, I don't give a fuck if this nigga was two five. At the end of the fucking day, we know pretty much damn near scientifically speaking that men are stronger than women. So restrain her. Ain't no reason to fucking shoot no motherfucking body in the foot. The fuck. <clears throat> He thought it was Harlem Nights. I was about to say that. Apparently, <laughs> it's what the fuck you thought it was. But at the end of the day, yeah, you niggas, honestly, y'all really are exhausting. I mean, shout out to the few men in my life that aren't dumbasses. You um, give me hope. Uh-huh. But a lot of the motherfuckers on social media agreeing with this shit. Oh, shit, that bitch 5'10". She big as hell. He's only 5'3". Okay, and he's a pussy. <laughs> the fuck? You shaped like a little girl. Motherfucker. <laughs> Little ass. I didn't even know he was that small. It makes so much more sense now. And this nigga be trying to pop to shooting bitches in the foot. Why the fuck you fall a strap on a female? But you ain't gonna have that same energy for a male. You knew you couldn't even win that fucking fight. Fucking pussy. And I don't even like saying pussy. Till now. <laughs> Till now. For this moment. Um, Go back to saying coochie and cooterama like a child that I am. To to spread this uh, negative energy that we're we're doing now um drea had some very interesting comments about um, the megan Stallion uh situation mm. um effectively she said you know that's the kind of love that she looks for you know she wants somebody to be aggressive with her and you know it's nothing it's nothing more troubling to me than a beautiful woman that's stupid. And she's had a lot of these situations where she's done things that really, really take away from her beauty, you know, from her lack of parenting skills to her lack of cooking <laughs> skills, you know, and just, just, you know, 
a lot of times when you see these women, they just post pictures and you don't hear from them. You, you know, all you see is pictures. Yeah. I mean, but that's unfortunately, that's all you have to have. Because if you really look at it right now, especially in this climate, it doesn't matter how articulate you are, intelligent you are, or non-dumb as fuck you are. <laughs> at the end of the day, as long as you look good, that's all that really matters. Like, I can thrive and be on being an Instagram model. I can thrive in, you know, because I'm cute and I'm going to download me an OnlyFans page and show you niggas my feet or my pussy for small feet monthly. And that's all I really need to succeed is getting you further, unfortunately, in this climate than years of degrees. What was that, a bar? Mm. Mm. That was crazy. But yeah, um, personally, things are as dumb as fuck, but... At the end of the day, like, I think it's this 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 time we're in, especially with social media, it's very ever-present. You can see how it seems almost necessary for people to jump on whatever wave or joke it is. Just like y'all motherfuckers got on my nerves and played out entanglement. It's the same kind of thing. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just fucking shut up. Um, and they ain't going to do the same thing with everything. Like, so it's like they doing the same thing. Halfway all down my time, all I see is something referencing Megan getting shot or how big she is or how he should have shot her. And it's just like, wow. It's so funny because literally a couple, like maybe it, it might have even been a few days, but literally a couple weeks from uh, at least a week before or a couple days before. That's all I was seeing on my timeline before it happened was that, why are you females saying men don't protect y'all? What do y'all mean? Da-da-da-da. But then y'all champion a nigga shooting a girl, a woman in the foot. So now I'm trying to understand what's wrong with you niggas. You niggas gay. This is fucking gay, and I don't even like calling fucking people gay, but I'm—I mean, it's—it's it's, in the closet might be better, because you hang out with your friends and you get dressed up with your friends and you go smoke and you chill and you play the fucking game and you talk to them all the fucking time and all you do is sit there and manage to disrespect women the whole time. You're fucking pussy, gay ass niggas. Y'all niggas is fucking gay. All y'all do is disrespect women. Not all of y'all. Y'all want to be bullshit assholes about that too. I don't do that. The niggas you fucking with. All right. When y'all talk about females, the dumb bitches you fucking with. Mm. All right. I'm just saying. Well, I see all these clown ass niggas on my fucking timeline. Not at least y'all. When I start giving my fucking Facebook out, and I don't know if that's when all the fucking dumbasses start adding me. <laughs> but I'm assuming if they're listening to the show, you can't add me with that dumbass rhetoric and feelings in your heart because you already knew what time it was with me. But if you did decide to do that dumbass shit, burn in hell slowly. No, I'm just playing. You can't. I don't care. But you you still dumb as fuck though. So there's that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week's Casey rant. Oh, is, that wasn't even it. No, 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 no. This week's Casey rant is brought to you by the Flagrant Two podcast, hosted by D Merv. Shout out to D Merv. Oh yeah, shout out to D Merv. All right, yeah. Check out a uh, young old Noli Hendrix on there. Yes, I just did a episode with D Murph. It's out now. It's called uh, "We Can Still Be Friends." Very, very interesting conversation with the big homie D Murph. Yes, if y'all want to hear um, Hendrix in his natural form as a fuck nigga, I'm just playing. But if you want to hear him be more outspoken and stuff like that, then you can listen to that. It was a nice little piece of content featuring young, no, old ass. Why I gotta be older? Yo, the shit. I don't look older. It don't matter. I don't care if you look 10. <laughs> Still old. <sighs> Knees and them hands till it all. Mm-hmm. You about 45. All right. You got two weeks, my nigga. Get ready. Oh, first of all, I'm in my 20s still. You got two and weeks. And that's just that on that. No, it's just that on that. 
to be. We don't even need to think about the future because we got to focus on today. Yeah, okay. Like today, our bitch is 20 still. Get you that nice little pack of WD-40 and Biofreeze. I'm not even moving, so I don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got a a few rest in pieces, unfortunately. Uh, Yeah. Rest in peace to Regis Fieldman. I never knew his last name, but R.I.P. The longstanding host of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Later to be renamed Regis and Kelly. Um, also the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He has been in the TV industry since the late sixties. Mm-hmm. Which is born. crazy. Um but yeah, he, he passed away at eighty eight this this week. Also, rest in peace to the uh House Representative of Georgia, John Lewis, who um been fighting a good fight for Decades, mm. man, as a civil rights activist, you know, one of the few people who can actually say they were on the front lines um, doing the civil rights movement that's still here with us today and still fighting to his last breath for equality and, um, you know, elevating black people to be safe in this country. Um, it's a, a real big loss for us as a community because that is literally one of the people that you should look up to you know we look up to a lot of people for a lot of different things but this man has dedicated his whole life to empowering black people and making us equal in this country so um huge shout out to him and his family um you know prayers and condolences and everything but uh yeah that uh that about wraps it up for that this week. Unless Casey has something to add to. That's it. Okay. Fuck so, you, my niggas. Now we're going to move into our, our topic for this week. Casey, what's our topic this week? All right. These nuts and these balls. Okay. Salty. All right. So the thing about nuts is apparently we have a micro penis. They don't grow either. Oh, you back on this fucking micro penis. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, the topic for this week, guys, <laughs> we are going to discuss mm, exiting stage left. No, we're um, going to discuss pretty much like the whole, not necessarily process, but yeah, I guess somewhat of the process and just the whole just mm, humanization of checking out of a relationship. So those like, you know, moments where you're like, you know what, you're kind of not into it, you're kind of not feeling it. You realize it's not going to work out. You don't see any long-term potential. Maybe at first you had rose-colored glasses on and you didn't see all their faults for what they were. And now you can finally see them. And you are just like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to head out. Or maybe it was them. Maybe y'all were dating and things didn't pan out the way you thought they would. And you kind of just check the fuck out unbeknownst to them. So, and this happened in a lot of relationships. It happened in first. But if a relationship, it can happen in relationships, dating, anything like that. And just the whole idea of a little too late. Um, I'm sure a lot of us have experienced, men and women both, of giving your all into a relationship or a situation and then them not really being bothered by it, not caring, not returning your effort. And then when you're finally ready to say, fuck you, have a nice day, they decide to reappear. So, Andrews, what do you think about that? Do you um, have any issues? I mean, experiences, right? I know you got issues. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, throat, <laughs> do you nigga. have any experiences with checking out a relationship or someone checking out on you and you could tell and 
what how did y'all get there and what was the I guess well I guess I can imagine the end result <laughs> but what was the result of that this Hendrix been talking slick all day I wanted to talk about me I was really talking about all your other situation I was saying I could see we could see how it happened because you know anybody right um I think this topic is really relatable um I, I, I feel like a lot of people go through similar things to where uh you do check out or somebody will check out on you like it i've experienced both sides of this and i think it's unfortunate because a lot of times it's not necessarily anything that anybody did like sometimes it just happens like Mm -hmm. things run their course and for whatever reason instead of explaining that to your partner or your partner in situationship um you just check out now whether that checking out means that you just are you know not as supportive not as attentive not as present or if that means you know sometimes that can mean you just found somebody else and you don't know how to put this other person down um but yeah, it happens. It happens often and I think that uh people need to really understand the the long-term effects of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we really we always talk about the ghosting aspect of dating. And that really fucks up people because a lot of you you might not know that a lot of people are actually investing X, Y, and Z in this situation. You know, in order to be in a relationship, you kind of have to let go of your guards, let go of your past hurt, and uh, put yourself in a light that you didn't really want to be in, but it just happened. Like, you feel this way about this person so much that you want to bypass what your mind is thinking. Mm-hmm. So, to just have somebody check out on you is very disappointing in my in my point of and yeah in my point of view from my perspective because you like Casey said you literally don't have to do anything mm-hmm. you, you can be don't. putting your all into this situation and then it just doesn't pan out yeah but if you you communicate that like okay I'm feeling this what do we want to do about it? Or, hey, I, it's not you, but I just want to let you know that I feel I'm having these feelings towards our situation. Because mm. it could be something underlying that you're not ready to admit. Like, it could be something uh, physical. It could be something, like, mental. Like, Casey says, she talks to people about certain things, and niggas can act females can act to get in the space that they want to get into but if it's not reciprocated all the time you can just check the fuck out like oh okay hey you know this story happened you know megan got shy like oh yeah you know yeah i shoot that big bitch too it's like whoa wait i didn't know you felt that way like oh let me reassess what the fuck is going on and then it ends up to where you just check out. Now the other person is looking like, oh, okay, what I say? Like, so instead of 
you know, just addressing it when it happens, you know, people just tend to hang on to certain feelings and check out. So, yeah, I've, I've been in that place myself where I've just, I wasn't getting something or something wasn't what I needed it to be. And instead of voicing my displeasure with it, I just moved on. What about you, Casey? Have you ever checked out on somebody? <laughs> Isn't that rhetorical? <laughs> For the listeners, okay. have you ever checked I out? wasn't even see You've been trying to kiss me at throwing shots this whole time, and I really actually haven't. I've been minding my very black-ass business. I say here, I let you talk. I didn't even interrupt you. Mainly because I was talking and taking a nap. But second of all, also because I'm being a better person today. No. Have I checked out of a relationship? Hell yes. And not even, um, it's usually just because of the things that you would expect. And I'm sure Hendricks touched on some of this. Like I said, I was asleep, but I'm sure he touched on it. The whole matter of the fact is that at the end of the day, if I address an issue, and this goes for any relationships, friendships included, right? If you present someone with the issue, right, and they are doing absolutely nothing to fix it, Eventually, you will adjust to the injustice. You will just say, you know what? Like a Jesse Jackson over here. Oh, he said it? He got it from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but serious, like, you will adjust to it. And at the end of the day, it's like, I know now from that that you don't have my best interest. All right. Uh -huh. Like, you're not really giving a fuck about what the fuck I have going on, what the fuck I'm saying, what I'm trying to get across to you. You're not trying to understand me. And understanding communication is such a, such a big part of relationships. And that's kind of what happens, more or less. Like, for me, I'm very... Everything is cause and effect. Um, every action has a reaction. Like, every reaction has another reaction. Like, it's a trickle-down effect. We all know it. That's just life. And so... Should I deal with the situation not too long ago where I was dating a guy, um, pretty much was acting like we was, you know, heading towards trying to be together, pretty much told me, psych no, um, I'm not ready to commit. And he thought he was gonna still gonna hang around me and hang out and chill. As soon as you let those words leave from your lips, Ganesh checked out. When I'm invested and I care, you get all my time and my tears and conversation. But honestly, you shouldn't be getting my tears realistically, but that's another conversation. But once you say something like that, like you don't see yourself being with me or you're not trying to be in a relationship, I'm I'm my, I'm the fuck out. I'm skating. And that's just that on that. So as soon as I feel like my energy not being met, especially if you're talking about just like courting or dating, like I'm out. I'm the fuck out. And you do check out. Like you could expect, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm I got water. Um, if you are doing everything, trying to make it work, and they're not, I mean, what is the solutions that's left? Because the solutions that's left to me don't sound like self love. Because now you're just sticking around and dealing and tolerating with anything at your own, you know, to your own detriment. All right. Like you're allowing them to do whatever they want. You're allowing them to talk to you when they want to. You're allowing them to communicate with you. Or whatever the issue is that made you check out, um, it's just kind of like if you don't do something about it or react accordingly, it's going to keep hurting you, unfortunately. 
And so <clears throat> in my experiences, that was all the reasons why I kind of checked out of situations based off like how someone feels. Now, I think it's ironic, and that was another aspect I touched on about how I wanted this topic to go, is that, and I'll, I'll, I'll pose this question, I'll throw it back to you, Hendrix. Why do you think that when you do check out, people kind of like, it alerts them? And they are now trying to regarder that level of attention or intimacy or respect or happiness from that relationship or whatever. Like, why does, why is it that when people are ready to, after you've been mistreating them, All right. and now when they're actually like ready to get the fuck on you, oh shit, what? You know what I'm saying? So what do you, what do, what do you think's behind that? Well, since you called me old, I'll give you, you another are. another analogy. Um, you don't know you're speeding until you see a cop. Oh no, I be knowing I'm speeding. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. You you speed and you don't give a fuck until you see a police car. So you know you might know that you're doing fuck shit, but until those I guess those rewards are kind of taken away from you, you don't really understand to what effect you've been on bullshit. So, yeah, when somebody has been attentive for so long and been uh, loving even through your bullshit or their displeasure with you, and then that starts to fade away, you're like, hey, yo, what? What happened? What you need? Oh, you need this? Wait. Oh, she needed this, or he needed that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my bad. Like, I ain't know it was that serious. Like, I know you mentioned it, but you know, I didn't know it was like that. I think that it it is a wake up call because you really don't appreciate things until they're taken away, and that's how that's, it, that's how it always is. Like, you know, a badass little kid can you know run a, a fucking muck around the house but when you take that tablet away it's like hey what what the fuck what i do oh you want to be oh you want me to sit down okay i'll sit down like i had a tablet back though i'll sit down though like okay yeah cool as long as i get that back i'll do what you you know what you asked me to do like you didn't have to take it away so i think it is that that wake up call that late wake up call that unfortunately it's too fucking late wake up call um that really gets people to do what they should have been doing in the first place. And like I said, it really shouldn't get to that point. I've been at that point. I've on both sides, like, you know, like, yo, I'm not really feeling this. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Why are you not feeling this? Like, I, I thought everything was cool. Like I've been saying something to you for two months or six months or a year like for the last year that we've been doing this i've been having this issue with you and every time i bring it up it's like oh okay yeah i'll work on that or i'll get better at that or yeah sure you got it i understand i I agree with you but you don't actually learn your your lesson until that's taken away so yeah that that alert sign is just yeah, it's crazy. That alert sign is 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 really crazy, and unfortunately for a lot of us in that situation, by that point, it is too late. I mean, that's essentially what happens. It's the whole concept of a little too late. If you put an actual effort after 
it's like it was it's almost first of all it's almost disingenuous because it's just like you're only doing all of these things now because you realize that I can get the fuck on. I think we touched we touched on this aspect of things um on the episode prior, but it's kind of just like first of all, why now? And second of all, it's just kind of the thing where it's like people they don't care until you, no, I don't say they don't care until you no longer do, but it's just kind of like they have that idea in, the, in their mind for whatever reason that you're not going anywhere. Right. And maybe you made them feel that way in some of your actions or it's a narcissistic thing on their behalf where they just feel like, oh, you're not going nowhere. And people do that a lot. I don't know if you, it could be appearance, it could be this, it could be whatever. And you're like, oh, whatever, they ain't going nowhere or they can't do no better than me or da 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 da. And it's like at the end of the day, you treat yourself better than somebody else. So I'm, I'm, I know I'm an advocate for single shit but <laughs> ultimately you matter first you matter more so if it comes between your own ex- happiness yes your own happiness then that's what you have to seek so if someone is trying to like if it's just if that relationship or and i hate this actually because <laughs> this is actually going into mm, Kind of like what I was talking to my parents about not too long ago is a generational thing. Everyone said my millennials and they're, you know, fight or flight centers or absolutely turn the fuck on. But and I hate to say it, but I'm a perpetual. I'm a perpetual perpetuate. Yes, I'm perpetuating the whole idea of self-love. If it don't serve you, you got to go. You got to skate. And I think what people don't realize is that, especially if you're in a relationship, I mean, especially if you're just in a, da- in a dating situation. Mm-hmm. Because marriage, okay, you that's actually work, and you have to work through that with counseling or whatever like that. As long as they ain't beating your fucking ass, sure, go see a counselor, you know, whatever. But if it's not what you need it to be, if you don't like that first, if you don't feel like that person is genuine, consistent, respectful, honest, trustworthy. If you don't think that you can build a life with them, if you don't, you always have the the, the right to check out. If you mm. think their relationship is one-sided. And even, and I, and I urge everyone that goes through this to really, really, really think about it because people are master manipulators. Yes. So if I can be like, okay, damn, like I didn't want to treat you right, but I also didn't expect you to get the fuck on. So... That you know, so they gonna do whatever they need to do. Most of the time, unfortunately, it's the bare fucking minimum. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be so vastly different from how they were being in the first place that it might be enough to change your mind. Like, mm, they trying to change, even though you already seen the bullshit. That was the kind of situation I had when, like, they was trying to finally act right, kind of. And it was just like, I already know you're an idiot. I already know you're an idiot. Yeah. So it's like if you you said in front of me, you said you didn't want to be in a relationship. You said, you didn't, but when I started focusing some of them. Mm, Shut up. When I started working some of them privileges, now it's an issue. You know what I'm saying? When I'm like, yeah, no, actually, I'm good. Actually, no, I have something to do. Actually, no, I just rather the fuck not. Let me tell you, that busy shit is kind of, that's triggering. Bitches be busy. Not really. I mean, it depends because, see, this is, no, look, 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 look,
what happens is when you are, and this is, I'm, I don't know if men do this too. I can't speak on that because I have a vagina. Well, <laughs> looking at the micro penis deal, some of y'all do too. Okay. Um, I'm not naming this episode micro penis, so I, I, just, I just want you to know. It's none of my concern. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> See what you did. You made me fucking forget what I was saying, you fucking dickhead. Uh, what was I talking about? Vaginas, penises. Yes, there we go. I don't know if uh, guy if guys experience these things too, but you know sometimes. Stand by, please. What? Sometimes we might not. <laughs> we might not. I have no idea. Keep talking. Okay, we might. <laughs> Sometimes it's a disconnect where it's like that person is not. I don't want to say no longer feeding your soul. I'm not trying to be deep and energy and vibes and shit, whatever, and all those buzzwords as millennials. Right. But um, if that person is no longer making you happy, you have to skate. And sometimes for as us as women, we can. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to females. We can internalize that we can take it personally we can you know be all upset but at the end of the day i mean what's best for you no one is in control of your own like no one has the no one is forced to be concerned or tasked with your happiness right right of course not but just human decency we should treat each other well in some capacity or another, especially if you can say that you care about somebody. Mm-hmm. So if someone, if you are in a situation where it doesn't feel like that, you know what I mean? Where this person is just kind of like, maybe, like I said, they have the idea that maybe you ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be, they decided that they could treat you however the fuck they wanted to. You have the right. And that's when it happens when you check out, especially if it's a continuous behavior, right? It's kind of like, all right, I really actually don't have to really deal with this shit. Yeah, it's kind of the holding the door for somebody theory where if I hold the door for you, I don't necessarily expect you to say thank you, but I know that you should say thank you. Like, oh, thank you. You know, it can be any form of thanks that you want to give. Oh, thank you, looks. You know what I'm saying? It's such a rudimentary, uh, rudimentary thing, but just treat others how you want to be treated. Right. So you don't especially, want to play with you. especially in those situations, it's like, okay, well, this person is providing me with this. Be thankful and provide the same, or whatever that person desires. So, or be honest too. And what I mean by that is just honest with your intentions, because unfortunately, a lot of people. I'll leave this general. I, have, I appreciate the upfront approach. So I am one of those people that believe if somebody tell you the situation in the beginning. Right. And I mean in the beginning. I don't mean the first couple of weeks. I mean first day. Hi, my name is Kenise and I just want sex from you. Maybe not like that. But I'm saying upfront because what I notice that people do and it's a way of manipulation, is they wait. They wait a couple weeks. They wait a few months. And then they're like, 
I don't really see myself being in a relationship. Now you're invested. Mm-hmm. Now you like them. And it's not as easy to say, I'm going to get the fuck on. And that's why people beat down, you know, women and people are like, oh, you thought you can change their minds. Like, no, they waited till I gave a fuck before they told me. If you, do you really think that people would just be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep trying, even though this person said fuck me a long time ago, if they said it in the beginning? More chances than not. More, I mean, more times than not, absolutely not. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, keep trying. You told me up front that you didn't want shit to do with me for real. You know what I'm saying? No. Right. And I'm going to keep trying. Absolutely not. So in those situations where that person, because you're going to get fed up, you're going to get tired, you're going to be exhausted, you're going to be like, you know what, actually, this is a really one-sided situation. And I know I get like this in my relationships, my friendships, family, everything. And if I get, If I sit alone <laughs> and analyze a situation and I see – it for what it is, that's going to be the day. That's going to be the day you're going to fucking regret. Because I really realize what the shit is, and I check out, it's over. Because I don't check back in. I don't ever check back in. So yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah, I think... Um, I mean, my approach to most things is I don't know. Because if I don't have a conclusive idea of what I want, out of a situation, out of a person, out of anything, I'll say I don't know. I I even say that as far as like food, like oh, what do you want to eat? I don't know. I'm not just gonna say oh, hamburger. Like, oh, you want a hamburger? I want a hamburger. You know, I want a hamburger too. Since you want one, no, I don't know if I want a hamburger. So I'm not gonna tell you that I want a hamburger. So that's that's how a lot of these situations have to happen. If you don't know, say you don't know, and let that person choose how they want to navigate. It's a lot of people out here that are begging for a situationship. They just want some company, some companionship, what have you. It's a lot of people out here who are willing to do to go through that. But there are also a lot of people that I think that back to Casey's point on manipulation, a lot of people know that, yeah, I can't fuck this person over, so I have to tell this person what they want to hear. And that's not good, because if y'all not on the same page, it'll come out eventually. And like she said, a lot of times it ends up being when people are really invested in that situation. And that sucks because if I'm invested in a situation now, it is a lot harder for me to say, well, damn, I can't really, you know, because now I feel like I'm wasted. I've wasted all this time. So I might as well just continue doing what I was doing and try to change this person's opinion. And you can't. When somebody makes their mind up, they make their mind up. Simple as that. So. Yeah, just approach it with honesty. Uh, talk. Mainly talk. I don't see how we talk all day, but we're afraid to talk. That's true. I mean, but I mean, but why do you think that it takes that moment for you to like why does it why does it take a lot of times for that other person to check out for someone to try? Cause I do feel like a lot of times, like they'll just do enough just to get you to be, come back and then 
maybe you kind of revert back to being trash. So, I mean, in the general sense, like, why do you, why do you, is it just like a, is it an ownership or a, a, a control, a narcissism or something that makes people want to try, like, oh, wow, wait, you're slipping away. I didn't, I mean, I, I said I didn't want to fuck with you. I didn't mean I didn't want to fuck with you at all. I just didn't want to treat you how you wanted to be treated. I want I, I wanted to continue giving you the bare minimum. So I'm trying to understand why is it that people um, try after they realize the other person's checked out because you obviously been treating them like that the whole time. Well, I meant to actually add this when you were talking about it, but in order to have, in order to be manipulative, you have to have an enabler. Mm. And once you don't have an enabler, you can't be manipulative to people. So I'll give you what you want. I'll give in just so I can get back to what I wanted to do. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is like, yeah, if I'm checked out, you get your shit together. You can give it a look like, okay, let me see what's going on. Okay. One month, two months, you know what I'm saying? Like three months and shit like that. Like, uh, okay, this person might have actually turned the page. But if it's like, oh, this person did this X, Y, and Z for a week and then went back on their bullshit, then, yeah, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you cannot manipulate if you don't have anybody to manipulate. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't fuck over somebody if there's nobody there. And a lot of times, those two things just go hand in hand. Like, you have to have somebody to do your fuck shit with. Especially if y'all established, especially if you've been dealing with said fuck shit for uh, however long you've been dealing with it. Like, yeah, okay. This person is used to me in what I do. So I can keep doing it. I don't want to have to find another person to run this game on. Or I don't want to have to find another person that takes my shortcomings. Because sometimes the, the shortcomings is fucking short. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to I don't have to find another person that's willing to deal with my shit. So, I'll do what you want me to do. And then I'll get back on what the fuck I want to do. So, yeah, that that's how it unfortunately works a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. Um, unfortunately, like I said, I don't know if this is bad <laughs> advice because I know that we are, you know, always accused of not sticking around or sticking through shit. But um, don't put me through some no shit that I got to stick through before marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and what I, I mean by that, I'm just like, all that guessing and uncertainty and all of that, like, oh, you ain't stay down. Don't let nobody convince you that staying down has something direct, directly correlated to being mistreated. Be completely forthcoming with the fact that I know that I deserve better. I'm always, you know, using that whole, you know, what you bring to the table reference. Mm-hmm. I'm the table, the table. The dining room that it's in, the house or apartment that you put it in, the U-Haul truck that got that got it there, the furniture company you purchased it from. 
<laughs> all of that. I'm everything. So why would I allow you to treat me like nothing? Right. And that's just that on that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It definitely is interesting. Um, yeah, so if you guys have any stories. Yeah, any anything, a moment, you know, any experiences where you had a situation in which the relationship was not working out or just a moment where something, maybe it was an indiscretion. Maybe it was just, I know I hear, you know, niggas talking about getting bored easily. Maybe they checked out. I don't know what it is. But if you have any issue with, um, ish instances, there we go. Okay, get it back, get it back. Any instances where you check the fuck out and you was just like, yeah, don't, actually, I'm done. Um, Then let us know. We want to hear from you. You know, hit us up. Email ask2ampodcast.com. The number's fucking two, okay? Or you can hit us up on any of our social media platforms. You know what it is. Uh, It was something I was going to add, and then I forgot it. So there's that. Um. But yeah, ultimately, don't nobody fucking play with you. I'm, no, but seriously, like, I'm, I know I'm descending, but like, because it's a situation. A lot of times, like, eh, regurgitate bullshit, standing for a minute, but you know, good things happen to, you know, bad things happen to good people. I'm sorry. And at the end of the day, just treat people like you want to be treated. I just want people to stop playing with other people's feelings and emotions or everything like that. But yes, if you have a time where you check the fuck out, you had to get the fuck out of there. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Is that something you do passively or aggressively? Directly, I'm a passive aggressive person. Everything I do, I do, you gotta interpret. Sorry, unless it's something positive, then I'm pretty direct with how I feel if it's good. But when I when I'm done, yeah, it's pretty much like a blues clues <laughs> type of thing. But you did it to yourself, so now you gotta figure out blues clues. <laughs> what about you, Hendrix? Are you more direct or are you more indirect in your approach? Would you let somebody know you checked out? Or do you just check the fuck out? Um, like, do you just get the fuck on? Or you let them know, like, look, I'm going to stay in this relationship. Or I'm going to keep dealing with you, but I don't give a fuck about you no more. Now, I have to be direct. Um, I feel like a lot of situations I've been indirect in. And you don't really solve anything by being indirect. So, now I just have to be direct with people. Like, I'm not happy with this. This can be better. And you also ask the question, what can I do better for you? Don't ever make it one-sided. I know a lot of times we always look at things like we're not getting what we want, but you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes and wonder if that's a direct correlation to what they're not getting. So be direct, communicate as always, and look, if you, you know, especially you laying down with somebody, like, you speak. Like, I don't see how niggas yeah. fuck people that they don't talk to. Well, like, that's crazy. Um, I dated somebody that literally wouldn't talk to me. Whenever I try to have a serious conversation with them, they would literally not say anything at all. It would just literally, like, sit, I would be talking, they would sit there like this. And then that would be the end of the conversation. And anybody who know me know I talk too fucking much to deal with that, so... Y'all know how that situation went. How did I miss out on that one? That sounds like a breeze. You know, sometimes I say if I met Casey about a year and a half earlier. What you mean? Could have got away with murder. You would have been murdered. <laughs> no, <laughs> a year and a half later, yeah, I've been murdered. 
Um, but yeah, that's our topic for today. Like Casey said, let us know if you have any instances. Uh, was Casey, Casey was grinding your gears this week? Grinding my gears. We have to start putting disclaimers. You can't have the same thing more than one week in a row. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> when I say last time, I say niggas because it's always you niggas. No, I'm just playing. Honestly, I'm nothing. I think what's grinding my gears actually, it's a necessary and unfortunate evil. I am trying to get back on my shit, but. The gym's clothing really fucked me up. Now, I'm not one of those me-head, extra-ass motherfuckers that's going to go and protest and do motherfucking blurpees in the middle of the fucking sidewalk. It's not that fucking deep. I understand everything behind these mandates and all the reasons why the gyms are closed. A respiratory infection. Gyms are a thing that you attack your respiratory system. You use your respiratory system when you work out. Uh, cardiovascular exercise, even weightlifting, all of that stuff is all respiratory. And so I understand the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Completely understand the reasons why. I'm not a dumbass. I'm not about to sit here and, like, the people that don't want to wear masks, I'm about to sit here and argue some stupid shit. That's a fact. I'm not that type of person. But it is exhausting. Um, bitches want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to the gym. I am not really one of them people that, um, do good working out at home. Um, it's just way too much creative shit. It is it is a lot of distractions, but I my house is not I live in an apartment. My house is not set up to be a home gym. So I don't have the abundance of weights I need. I don't have cables. I don't have you know what I'm saying, a fucking Smith machine. I don't have these type of things that I want cuz I'm not a cardio princess. Your girl lifts. And it's just hard to recreate that in a home like environment especially with all you scrawny motherfuckers buying up all the weights <laughs> y'all not gonna use them stop wasting money um so yeah it's just kind of like that's definitely grinding my gears bitch is ready to get back in the gym i honestly really like i had to give in i just really started doing like youtube fucking cardio workouts and shit like that um because i was just missing working out so much and it was just nothing i could do so I'm just in like a, not in a weird place, but I'm just like, I guess it's contradictory almost because like I really want to go to the gym. I understand why it's closed, but I just want them to open. Like I just want, maybe ultimately, I guess the best solution, we want everything to be okay enough for them to open properly and safely. Um, but the sooner the better. I'm glad you made that pivot. It's a nice pivot. Mm. Nice. Um, well, what's grinding your gears, motherfucker? Uh, grinding my gears this week is like a leadership. And, um, you can look at it on all different spectrums, whether you want to get political with it, whether you want to get, you know, very, very minute and like home base. But uh, lack of leadership can affect a lot of people. And I don't I don't believe that people who are in positions of leadership understand the effect they truly have on people. So, yeah, you have to lead. If you're a leader, you have to lead, and you have to lead to your best ability and understand that you are only the leader because somebody else put you in that position. So you work for the people, essentially. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, lack of leadership is what's really grinding my gears this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's about it. If you want more of this beautiful commentary. Yes. You can follow me. 
on all social media platforms at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. You can find KC at K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That's K underscore in real life on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to find me on Facebook at your own risk, because I'll see you and I'll delete you if you're dumb. But if you want it, information is K-C-K-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. Information for the show. You can find the show at the 2AM Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at 2 Awkward Millennials. Yes, and for the last time, like Trace said, um, email, want to hit us up, share your experiences. Just shoot the shit. Whatever you want to do, you can hit us up at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com, the number two once again. You know, hit us up. We'll get back to you. Let us know what's on your mind. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Hendrix. Hendrix, Hendrix, Hendrix. Do you have any last words? Yes, I do. What's popping? Um, this was uh, in uh, pertaining to the Nick Cannon situation from a couple of weeks ago. Um, somebody that you really wouldn't think of as a a quotable person. But one Chad Ochocinco Johnson was doing an interview and I took he said what about headbutts? <laughs> I took a piece from the um as always remember millennials yeah. that taking the money is the whip. Mm. All right y'all don't take that money. All right? Get your bag, but don't take it. Period. (laughs) All right, we're going to catch y'all next week. Peace out.